The Northfield Hospital and Clinics has announced that it will be closing its long-term care center here in Northfield. Joining us now on the phone to talk about that is uh, Steve Underdahl, Northfield Hospital's president and CEO. Steve, uh, thank you so much for being with us uh, this morning. I appreciate it. I know this must be a a difficult time for not only you, but uh, administration, board members, uh, everyone at the hospital. Yeah. Um, good morning. Uh, it is. It's. It's. You know. There's just no getting around uh, when uh, you, you know, we have to make a disappointing uh, choice like this to close a, a really good program that's been around for a long time. Um, uh, it's. It's just sort of sad and 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 disappointing. So uh, you know, uh, uh, Rich has done a nice job, I think, of, uh, uh, of reporting on this this morning for your listeners. Uh, but but we wanted to be able to. Um, come on this morning and and um, um, flesh this out a little bit so people understand what's happening. You know, when we talked to you, uh, what, about a month or so ago, you had expressed uh, some concern about, uh, you know, the finances at the hospital. The expenses are rising at a much faster rate uh, than the revenues are rising. Uh, so it's uh, there, there's definitely an imbalance there in the uh, – uh, the finances of the hospital, they've lost some money this year. Uh, let's, let's talk about this, pick things up from there and talk about how that affects the decision with the uh, long-term care center. Right. So, so from a contextual standpoint, that's exactly right, Jeff. The, the, uh, and this is happening not only to us in Northfield, but, but it's happening around the state and around the country, as I think you and I have chatted about before, is that, you know, coming out of COVID, the the um, the workforce uh, shortages and and uh, inflationary pressures and and those kinds of things have just uh, really driven the uh, the cost of operations uh, higher at the same time that revenues have remained flat. I, I you know I think I suspect your your listeners have you know have followed this with some larger organizations uh, issues uh, you know in, in Minnesota. I, I think the, uh, the 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 other sort of uh, uh, reality from a nursing home standpoint is that these organizations have been particularly difficult um, uh, and hard hit. It's very difficult to staff, and the financial pressures on those um, organizations are are in some ways even more profound. So, you know, we lost several million dollars last year in our total operations, um, and we're working hard to sort of recraft the enterprise in a way that that uh, um, it makes us uh, uh, sustainable and, and uh, make sure that we're here for the future. Part of the challenge for that, though, is that you can't change things without changing things. And um, so, you know, our, our, our nursing home, um, we were licensed for 40 beds. We've only been able to staff at 30 or less uh, for quite a long time. We year on year lose you know, several hundred thousand dollars a year uh, on our nursing home practice. Um, and in good years where we've got, you know, more bandwidth from an enterprise-wide perspective, we can support that kind of uh, underwriting. It's just in a, in a circumstance like this, we, we just can't. And, and, if, and if the other consideration, Jeff, is that as we look to the future, we don't really see this trend getting better. So if it was a matter of, uh, you know, get, get through a year or so and, and then uh, there were elements uh, that suggested to us that this was going to get a lot better in a little while, I think, you know, we could make some different choices. But 
that's not really looking like how it's going. Yeah, and that, well, I guess my next question was going to be, uh, does this look like a, a, a temporary or a permanent move by the hospital? It's it's sounding like a, at this point, it looks like a permanent move. Yeah, it, it would be. And, and um, uh, again, I, I think uh, our hope is that one of the things that uh, us backing backing out of, of, of this service does is it may make... Um, uh, available, you know, some uh, staffing uh, pressures a little bit better for some of the other uh, agencies in town or in the region. The uh, we'll get to that. We'll talk about those employees in uh, just a moment or so. But uh, uh, earlier this year, it was uh, towards the end of the legislative session. The uh, legislature did approve some, uh, you know, I, th- I believe some one-time emergency uh, funding for. Uh, uh, care facilities, hospitals, and care facilities. Uh, is did you ever see that money? Is was that ever coming around? Where, do you know how that was divided? Did that play effect uh, on your decision? Yeah, I mean there was a little bit of money, and and when I say a little bit, I mean a little bit. I I think uh, off the top of my head, our um, uh, fraction of of that money was something like eighteen thousand dollars or something like that. So it it it, it you know it was a lovely gesture, but it, it doesn't make a material difference financially. Mm-hmm. Uh, now let's talk about the, uh, the, the, the patients that you have. Uh, how many are there at this time? And, and what, uh, is there a time schedule that uh, you're going to be moving to uh, on getting, finding them new places? Yeah. So uh, we have uh, uh, 24 residents here right now and, and, and we're really, really committed to doing this well. So, um, you know, one of the important differences between this unit and other um, units within our, our organization is that um, these people live here. This is their home. I mean, I work here every day. These, some of these people have lived here for decades. You know, so this is a this is a different transition for them. So. Um, um, we're working really hard to make sure that we do this well. We'll work with each one of our residents and their support person to uh, select uh, a new placement that meets their um, that, that meets uh, their approval. And there, there's a fairly prescribed process for how to do this, including being able to to meet with these other organizations and and uh, take some field trips and some other things uh, if they need to do so. So um, we not only do that, but but we will actually help with the physical relocation um, to the degree that uh, um, we, we uh, are, are are needed to to help people make this uh, transit this uh, transition from our facility to uh, where they will live next. Steve Underdahl, Northfield Hospital President and CEO, is our guest right now. We're talking about the closure of the uh, long-term care facilities here in Northfield. Uh, l- let's talk about the uh, the employees. Uh, how many employees uh, do, you, do you anticipate that this will affect, and uh, how many will be out there, I guess, looking for a job at some point or transferring to a different facility? Right. So we've got... Uh, a total of uh, 55 uh, staff that are affected by this, and they, they, they're predominantly part-time. We've got about six full-time, uh, 28 part-time, and the balance are casual employees. Um, uh, there will be some of these folks I, I'm anticipating that will 
um, bid into open positions within the broader organization. So there'll be open positions for something same or similar to what they're doing now. Um, we're also um, uh, working to try to create an opportunity to make it as, as easy as they can to get connected with other providers in the area that may be looking for staff. So we're going to be doing a, a, a job fair uh, where we bring some of those folks in and, and, and uh, also provide our uh, staff with uh, assistance, whether it's resume assistance or helping them connect with another organization, that kind of thing. We've also uh, worked with DEED, and DEED will be positioned to help us for their um, displaced worker uh, program. So it's my hope at this point, Jeff, that most folks that really um, are, are interested in um, a different position, whether it's with us or with somebody in the neighborhood, will be able to find one. Yeah, uh, leads me to another question in that uh, the care that uh, Northfield Hospital and Clinics uh, Long-Term Care Center uh, w would provide, is that comparable to what some of the other uh, nursing facilities in the area would provide? Do you offer more with being located in a hospital? Were there certain advantages to that? And were there, I guess, certain people who needed uh, those services? Yeah, it's it's essentially the same as other uh, nursing homes in terms of the level of acuity and how um, uh, you know how much uh, uh, sophistication of medical care could be provided. That's that's more driven by sort of licensure and and kind of the shape of these uh, programs from a from a license standpoint. So uh, the the level of care that that folks. Uh, uh, got in our nursing homes pretty similar to uh, to what they would get in uh, comparable facilities uh, elsewhere in town or in, in the region. Let's talk about the uh, the, the hospital uh, itself from a physical standpoint. Uh, that's 40 beds uh, in that unit. Uh, you're going to have 40 beds available. That's a lot of space. Uh, do you have any uh, long-term plans for how to utilize that space? That's that's a great question, Jeff. And we we are, as you might imagine, we're sort of actively uh, thinking about that from a strategic standpoint of, of uh, what might we do with um, this space that can uh, provide a value-added um, uh, service or services uh, and uh, uh, really be helpful to us from a financial uh, standpoint as well. So we're, we're actively working on that. The, the idea is not to mothball this uh, space and do nothing with it. It's very uh, um, high productive space, and we need to do something um, um, uh, useful uh, with that space. What I would what I would add to that, however, is we don't have an existing program that we're trying to make space for, and we were elbowing the uh, the, the nursing home out of the way. So it's it's not like we've got you know, something cooked up that we, uh, you know, just wanted to jettison one program for another. But now that it's become a reality that we really need to get out of the, the, the nursing home uh, provider role, uh, we do have an opportunity to uh, leverage what is really not only a beautiful space, but it's really well-positioned space within an acute care hospital. Once again, Steve Underdahl is uh, our guest uh, this morning. We're talking about uh, the closing of the long-term uh, care center. Uh, Steve, if you, uh, I'm going to ask you, I guess this would be more of a personal opinion, but 
you know, how did we get here as a society, as a country? You know, how did the healthcare uh, market get into a position like this? But m- really, I, what I'm asking is, how do we get out of this? I and mean, what would you recommend? Uh, what, what what steps would it take for us as a society and as a uh, as a government entity to to get out of this? Well, that that is uh, uh, not only a really good question. Uh, but there are, are folks, uh, you know, working, uh, doing their life's work on this, this question. But it, it, with the, the uh, obvious uh, oversimplicity and reductionism that you're going to hear from me right now, I would say this. The, the, the challenge at the moment is that we have a system, and it's not too unlike Social Security or Medicare or other things, where the, the basic math was built on a pyramid that was true at one point in the past, but it's not true now. So in healthcare, how we paid for healthcare presumed that most of us were relatively young and we had insurance from our employer and then a smaller amount of us were were older and relied on, on a government program like Medicare. And a few of us were disabled or in financial peril of some sort and re- relied on, on, on Medicaid. And, and most of us paid for ourselves and the social handshake was that we also helped pay for those other smaller buckets. And the hospitals pitched in a little bit and the insurance companies pitched in a little bit and that was, that was the social handshake. That pyramid is now upside down where fewer and fewer people are of the, that sort of working age. More people are going to be uh, older and in Medicare uh, age groups than ever before in the history of our country, and then the Medicaid population has grown significantly. So the, the, the basic structure of the math just doesn't work. I think we will get to a point where we also have to, you know, if we can, you know, find the political will to do this, and I'm, I'm not completely convinced that we, we can do that, but if we can, I think we need to really step back and take a look at how do we do it here in the United States relative to um, most of the rest of the uh, developed world? Because I think we're getting to a, a sort of an interesting tipping point where, uh, and we've been here a little bit for a while, where, where uh, healthcare really is has created, you know, has haves and have nots. And, um, the haves are are worried about the have-nots, but they also don't want to jeopardize what they have, and it's become um, and it's become a political football where you know you know there's the old Groucho Marx uh, song, you know whatever it is, I'm against it, um, and and that's kind of been our political approach to uh, healthcare solutions. But I do think there will have to be some really serious structural. Um, uh, approaches taken within the next few years, I, I think, just because this has become uh, so pervasive. I think the other piece is that there are some elements, uh, some very, very large insurance uh, products, uh, as an example, that are making record profits, you know, that are making, you know, quarterly profits in the billions. And I don't begrudge them their good business experience, but at some point in those healthcare dollars, the amount of those dollars that actually make their way to people that need their appendix out and need their cavities filled, um, I think we have to be able to, to re, reshape that. 
Agreed. All right, Steve. Uh, is there any uh, final thoughts you'd like to leave us with, either about the uh, long-term care center uh, or the future of the Northfield Hospital? So what I would I would tell your listeners is that it, although we are really sad about the the change that we need to make with the nursing home, um, the the medical center and more broadly um, is healthy. We're going through the same um, challenges that everybody else is, but we're we're needing to make these changes so that we can re- remain healthy. Um, I would also, uh, you know, just end with our, our appreciation for the families and residents of of, of, of this um, really wonderful facility and our staff. Again, many of them have worked here for a very long time, and, and uh, we're committed to doing our very best for both of those groups. All right. Thank you very much for being with us. Much appreciated. We wish you and the hospital the best of luck in the future. Thanks. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> Steve Underdahl, Northfield Hospital President and Chief Executive. You're listening to 95.1 FM and AM 1080 KYMN Northfield.